0: Before we get into discussing our favorite women of Bravo, I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars that helps us reach more people and makes us easier to find for more information. Go to our website at housewives-historians.simplecast.com. That's simplecast.com. And as always, all episodes of the real housewives are available on Hulu. If you'd like to watch ahead of time and follow along with us each week and reach out to me, Jordan McKenzie, that's at jmcKenzie on Instagram or Twitter, J A Y M A C K E N Z E E on Instagram or Twitter with any questions, comments, Comments, or if you want to be a guest on our show. And with that, enjoy.
1: Hello, everyone, and
0: welcome back to a brand new episode of the Housewives Historians podcast. That little podcast where we. <laughs> Into ancient housewives history. I'm your host with the most, Jordan McKenzie, and join with me, as always, the beautiful, talented, dressed in sunflower yellow today, Amanda Brown. How are you? Thank you. Um,
2: I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I have to tell the listeners, hey, y'all, it's good to be back. Good to see you again. But um, I have to tell you guys that I look right now. Like I'm from like Stranger Things or something. She does
0: look like she's at the arcade in the 80s. Yeah. A uh, little awkward girl energy. Yeah. Like has a crush on a senior senior boy, but.
2: Yeah, my shirt's tucked into my high-waisted jeans. I got Converse's on. It's a yellow shirt. I look kind of like a little, I don't know. I just feel dated. I feel like, um, like I'm from a different time or like I could blend into
0: a different time. Don't you think easily. we should tell our parents before we just go out and try to defeat Russian Nazis?
2: <laughs> I would, but. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that test tomorrow. Let's go. Get on your bicycle. Get on your. (laughs) I'll sit in the basket
0: because we're kids. (laughs) How was your week, Amanda?
2: Uh, Radical. Just a new form of trauma every week. Um, Getting accustomed to it to some degree, but still awake. Starting work soon. So everything's kicking back up. I'm I'm ramping up. I'm trying. May God be with you. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. Got me with my soul and my
0: spirit <laughs>
2: for there are rough times ahead and behind. So I'm good. All things considered. How are you? Well, this is a very important
0: week. You know why? Um, I'm trying to think. Something Let me think. huge happens. Happens this week.
2: Yeah. Uh geez, what is it? Arbor Day? Is that coming soon?
0: It's <laughs> I think it's fast. I think it's like a no. This week is oh, sort of.
2: Is it called Earth Day?
0: <laughs> I think it's that was trees. the new the rebranding. Is no, is no, there no. A new
2: one tree birthday. It's not that a birthday for trees. Something
0: magnificent happens this week. Okay. Something that sort of ter- shakes the table.
2: Mister McGoriam's Wonder Emporium <laughs> is finally doing a live tour, available and performed by improv students. No. <laughs> it's, huh. it's my birthday week.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't know that, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be turning 31 uh, years, years young on Friday. So this, uh, as of this recording, you know, I'm still kind of like a youthful, like naive 30, but mm. soon I will be sort of in the trenches of my 30s.
2: Yeah, it feels different. I mean, I'm 31. I'm looking down the barrel at 32, <laughs> coming up real soon, and uh, things were... Simple. Take this time to really connect with your family and just really, really be grateful for what you have. Do all the jump squats (laughs) that you love to do because your knees are almost gone. (laughs) They're not coming back.
0: Um, I'm taking (laughs) taking control of my life for sure, Um, and being you know, if you're into the zodiac, being a Cancer, that means this time of year is usually filled with sweeping mood swings of mine and just general over anxiety. And and we're getting ready to go on a trip
2: to an isolated cabin (laughs) together. So I can't wait to see you turn into the wear beast that you truly are once a year. I may avoid you. I may try to calm you down. It just depends on what the booze tells me to
0: do. So, and hopefully, we will be sharing some updates about uh, the upcoming weekend's festivities.
2: Hell, maybe we'll record a little song for you.
0: <laughs> we can play on the um, Amanda. We got a we got a shout out from a listener over the week, which I thought was pretty cool. Because truth be told, that doesn't happen that much. Like, <laughs> our fans are very shy. They are just like me. <laughs> Um, no, we got a fan shout out It's from Shinar. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly um, And he says that he loves the, the podcast It's an excellent concept Well, thank you It was my idea Thank you, <laughs> Um And yeah, I love his boldness to say Well, but you should probably just focus on the first seven seasons of each city And I'm like, well, you're not wrong, Tiershanar I must say But I like doing the new episodes What do you think?
2: I can't tell the difference between new and old and so <laughs> I can only tell by what has happened, like <laughs> by the events, but uh, and how it's produced, which I would love to talk about with this episode. Yes. Um. Wow. Well, but- no, this
0: was an episode that we're doing today of a very recent one of Potomac, and, and- it
2: smells recent. I do kind of see what you're saying. It's shiny, lots of bells and whistles. <laughs> <on
0: it. laughs> uh, Tier Shinar also says that we should just completely get rid of Vanderpump Rules. So, what do you think about that?
2: I mean, that's.
0: Uh, I don't think I don't think that's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Uh, diametrically opposed to that because now hear me out we've had a lot of conversations about this it's been a very hot button topic between me and amanda over yeah, the years it has vanderpump rules is not housewives at all but i mean you still have lisa vanderpump there and the crazy antics on that show i think are worth talking about they're kind of similar too now they're all you horrible see people. The
2: kids try to work in the footsteps of the housewives yes. and how they try to manufacture their it's own. It's
0: sort of like the Muppet Babies yeah. and the Muppets. Yeah. You know, kind yeah. of you like. You
2: can't have a Muppet <laughs> podcast without throwing in a couple Muppet Babies. Huh? Uh, Can you? You're right. Little Gonzo, little baby Gonzo. <laughs> little weird soft nose.
0: Now I'm just thinking of like a felt version of Nini Leaks uh, at like seven years old. Which-
2: <laughs> Adorable, Give me
0: that. so cute. I'll take it. I'll take a dozen.
2: Cop, oh, patent pending. Oh no, that's the that's how we're gonna get out of this financial hole. We just, we just gave it away.
0: Um, are you caught up on the Ghislaine Maxwell situation at what is all? that? Okay, so are you familiar with the Jeffrey Epstein?
2: Oh, stuff? nasty man,
0: nasty man, and yeah. his nasty friend Ghislaine. Well, she was. I thought you, she was his wife. I don't – okay. The only, the only way I'm – the only reason I'm bringing this up is she was finally caught. She was sort of in hiding somewhere in, like, this, like, huge mansion in the middle of nowhere, basically. That's where I'm hiding if and I she was And she was involved with all of his misdeeds, and the FBI finally caught up to her. Well, apparently she has all this information on all these high-profile people about, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein of it all.
2: Yes, for these parties, these crazy these nights. These crazy
0: days. parties. Well, guess what? All these photos of different people are, are now coming out of the <gasps> woodwork of who used to be in those circles. And one, none other, and I found this out this week, Carol Radzivwell from New York, Housewives. Wait
2: a minute, Carol, Carol?
0: Yes, was in many photos with Ghislaine and has since doubled down and say she considered Ghislaine a very good friend. But not a family member. Not a family member, No. But a good friend, and I've I've always been sort of because mis- you know how she is with family. <laughs> yes, thickest, thickest thieves. thieves. So
2: she as- may turn on this lady. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, I never really trusted Carol. I'm not saying, of course, that Carol was involved in sex trafficking of, of children, any kind, right? Isn't it of like yes, extra fucked up children? Okay, and I'm not saying that. I don't know, but I'm saying you are the company you keep. And if Ghislaine was such a great friend of Carol, then how good a person Carol is? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's not good to be tied to somebody. It's like not. That. I would be completely doubling down in the opposite direction. I would be like, um, she's a terror and she threatened to kill me if I didn't go to <laughs> events with her. Like, I would say something like that.
2: I had to look natural, I had
0: to smile. <laughs> I was under a duress. <laughs>
2: uh, if you look back at any of the footage and blinking, help me, she is evil. <laughs> But nobody picked up on it and I'm just so glad and so thankful that it's all out in the open.
0: I mean, I know Ghislaine has a lot of information on a lot of top notch people. Um, I hope she spills the beans. I hope everyone spills the Did you see the list of some of the people that have been at these parties? Oh yeah. The Clintons, of course, the disgusting Trumps. Um Will Smith is on. Will this. Smith? Uh wow. uh what uh, Ke- was it Kevin Hart? No, he was not. It doesn't matter. A lot of of high profile. Real people. quick,
2: and then we'll get right back on yes. topic. But there was a clickbait article, I think, or it was real. I'm gonna have to look it <laughs> up because I'm really interested, and it keeps coming back into my mind. It says, "Click here to see a list of all the celebrities Will and Jada invited into their marriage." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why people are so interested in like Will and Jada's like open relationship. They have weird
2: energy, especially they, now that he's at the party. They
0: have swinger energy for sure, but it's oh, like yeah. why is that so scandalous? Like, I don't know. People are fascinated by it. Like, I'm sure they have orgy parties once a year. I'm I, I would love to go. I don't know, but like Would you Partake? Or really no, I would. Watch? I would be a wallflower. But well, you then know. you're not allowed to go. <laughs> oh, that would be sad if they were like, "You got to get in the muck, and if you come here to this sex party, yeah, those are the rules." And though. sign the NDA as you walk out. Oh like. hell
2: yeah, sign a waiver on the way in and an NDA <laughs> on the way out. <laughs>
0: That's how you know it's getting done. Whatever. I just don't think it's that salacious, and I haven't even caught up on the newest Jada I'm stuff actually, with her. I think it's very tantalizing. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> I mean, look, they're a sexy power couple, man. Like, if they're owning their sex drives and they're like, hey, I, we have a lot to give to a lot of people. I think that's powerful. Well,
2: but now he's connected to a sinister man.
0: Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, remember? Yes. So yeah, right. See, we got, we got <laughs> indoctrinated into our own BS. Okay, Holy well. Shit.
2: We almost talked ourselves <laughs> in a circle and fully away from <laughs> Actually, I think it's pretty great. No, wait, no. <laughs>
0: Um, One more thing I want to bring up, because it's been pressing on my soul and my heart and my journey through life. Are you caught up on the free Britney stuff, like the stuff going on with Britney Spears right now?
2: I thought she was fine.
0: She's not doing right right now. Damn it. She's not.
2: She was just fine.
0: And I'm not trying to bring this up in a joking manner, but I want to feel in the listeners, if anyone has access to Britney Spears, take her out of that situation and put her in a safe place. Because as we all know, you know, her father pretty much owns her. He owns, he controls her money, he controls her social media, he controls, you know, what she does with her music and where she can go and where she can spend her money and all this stuff because of her breakdown that she had like 12 years ago. And since then, you know, she's put out a lot of albums and she's seemed stable, but she's recently been posting these very strange videos of her sort of pacing back and forth and blinking like kind of cuckoo crazily, but I don't know if it's just an offer meds kind of situation or if it's a serious cry for help. I don't know. In one of the videos, uh, a person commented and said, Brittany, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt in the next video um, so that we can know. And then the very next video she posts, she's wearing a bright little, uh, similar to the shirt you have on right now, (laughs) Um, uh, yellow shirt. And she's, and she, in the caption, she says, I want to thank, you know, my beautiful friend for buying me this beautiful yellow shirt. Um, I love it so much. Whoa. Um, yeah. So it's like sort of, it's really scary because she's, uh, some people have said that she, she's so stunted because of all the medication and her severe, you know, breakdowns and stuff like that, that she's almost like a 12 year old child in a almost 40 year old woman's body. Like she's I don't just
2: 12 year old child would pick up on those comments and be like,
1: I
0: need to wear this yellow shirt to signal that I need help. I don't know. It sounds pretty dire. It sounds dire. So all of our listeners, uh, that have um, some sort of connection to power, get her out of there. Okay, call your local congressman or woman and get get some sort of search warrant from her home. Put her. She's in
2: a. She's just hanging out with her dad.
0: She doesn't live with her dad, but she does like live with her boyfriend. But she doesn't really see her kids either. Her, her uh, their dad has custody of them. So I don't know. And so even where did Brittany's she want to mom. You from? Because she's. I don't. What do you think? She's. She's. She's obviously
2: confused. Cr- I'm sorry. She's- I don't know how to help her. What do we do? Take her from her own house?
0: I just think the dad doesn't need to have any more power over her. I think okay, he so needs to go the away. Dad. That's what we're he's, doing. The, he's the the villain in this situation.
2: Okay, so we have to stop him. Yes. Okay, not come grab her and scoop her up.
0: Well, we can do both.
2: Does she need to be scooped? <laughs> i <I'm> just
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: I don't either, but help her.
0: I'm. You know what? Thoughts and prayers for Britney Spears. Okay? Yes,
2: definitely. That's very disturbing. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just confused. I don't know how to help her.
0: Anything else to uh, <laughs> report before we get going with our episode? No, siree. Okay, so this week we are doing the Real Housewives of Potomac, and I love a Potomac journey. It lifts my soul in dark times, and I uh, really enjoyed this episode. It's entitled, well, it's season four, episode six. Boundaries, bayous, and beignets. And it originally aired in June 9th of 2019, so not that long ago. And this is like a trip episode, which I love talking about as well. And they're in New Orleans, which I love New Orleans. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Before we get going, um, we didn't have any taglines this week because the episode sort of like jumps right into this fight between Ashley and Candace. First of all, do you remember all the girls? I I want to check in. Yes, I didn't recognize
2: a couple of them, but I remember them all
0: so fondly. One thing I will say before we get going, not a whole lot of Robin in this episode, and I was kind of like, oh, what, darn, happened, to what her? happened to her?
2: In every way, what
0: happened
2: to her? <laughs> I think she got on the right medication or yeah. something, because she is level as hell. Yeah,
0: she really was. She <laughs> doesn't care.
2: I'm <laughs> um, not crazy about her new haircut.
0: Oh, the short blonde of it short all, Short yeah.
2: frosted tips? hmm Yeah, no. I like it. Okay.
0: I think it suits her. Mm-mm. And the, uh, not to bring up America's Next Top Model again, but that's Tyra would give that makeover to a girl and she, she'd be like, you have such amazing bone structure.
2: Yeah, that's why you like it. <laughs> they always cut all their hair off and then tell them that that's what they need to do all along.
0: Um, so, yeah, the episode starts right into it. We rush right into the fight between uh, Candace and Ashley. Um, and basically, it's all about Candace really believing that Ashley isn't really trying to get pregnant because Ashley's drinking so much. And that's really the crux of their entire, you know, fight, the whole, whole entire episode. Candace says, Ashley, you're drinking too much. How could you be trying to get pregnant if you're drinking? Which doesn't make any sense to me.
2: I say oof to that. Yeah. Just oof, right into a heavy argument about fertility issues. Oof. No woman wants to, you know, be trying to conceive and then they can't. That's pretty stressful. I'm sure right. she knows. Like, what? Is it like, I don't know how it works because I've never tried to do Mm. it. But I feel like you can drink after you. Well, now, if you tried before and you're pregnant, then you probably shouldn't be drinking in the early terms of development of the fetus, right?
0: Right. But Ashley isn't pregnant in this moment. She's just out on a trip with her girlfriend. So, so, yes, she wants to get pregnant, but that doesn't. My whole thing is. Why is it because like. Is Candace assuming, like, well, if, you, if you're if you drinking all the time, your body isn't going to be able to produce a child? That's absolutely false. That like, sounds like
2: witchcraft. Women get, sound like
0: <laughs> women get drunk and have sex and have a kid nine months later That's all the time. exactly
2: what um, Giselle said when, yeah. to diffuse the entire argument. You see, like, you got three drunk mamas, right? Here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like, okay, all right. <laughs> well, and, like, it's also tinged with this really, like, dark thing because um, – Ashley opened up to the girls about her miscarriage that happened, like, recently, and Candace is sort of throwing it kind of, like, I guess, was Candace insinuating that you already have trouble being fertile, so why would you fuck it up even more by drinking? I just think it's none of her business.
2: I don't think it affects it. Maybe, like, if you have, maybe you're taking some sort of supplement. Right. And it would interact with it, and you shouldn't do, maybe that's why. But the fact of the matter is she's not trying right now. This whole thing, to me, just reeked of manufactured action.
0: Well, and I, I, yeah, I mean. Candace,
2: to me, seems like she's trying to be the new NeNe. Like a NeNe for Potomac, you know? Yeah,
0: and I don't see that working.
2: I see right through it. I saw right through all of her games a mile away, and I'm so (laughs) proud to have received your tutelage, so now I can just (laughs) shred these women. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, that looked phony to me. Cause yeah, I, what it appeared to be was, hey, I had a really vulnerable moment with the show, and Candace is like, "How can I make this about me?" Right. <laughs> so that I can really get that screen time. It worked. She got a lot of screen. She
0: time. She did. No, I mean this episode was very Candace heavy, and I will say, I don't.
2: And really, I was just getting no Candace. She had that weird barbecue.
0: Yes, she did have the barbecue <laughs> with no with no like room. napkins yeah, and no and silverware. Was freaking out. <laughs> in the bubbles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Um, I do like Candace, but I just think she goes to that extra level sometimes that I feel like, yeah, it's good for TV, but it's, it's really making you look kind of insane, yeah. yeah. And we can so, see right
2: through it. So if nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Let the producers manufacture right. it. I, unless maybe they did behind the scenes. I don't when know. When
0: I've said it so many times before this, <laughs> the only housewife that can get away with producing their own content and making it look effortless is Bethany Frankel. And I'm sorry, but Candace, you're not Bethany Level here.
2: Mm, that's true. Sorry. I didn't even notice Bethany was creating oh, it. Oh, because
0: she does it so well, right underneath the seams of the whole situation. Nice. Pay attention next time. Mm,
2: don't <laughs> mind if I do.
0: Um, but yeah, that's that sort of like is the beginning of the episode. I really did enjoy Giselle and her like horse voice the entire episode and this pink wig look that I guess, I guess they were just drunken out. In New Orleans, having a good time. I thought it was.
2: Yeah, they did. A lot. I, I
0: just, I loved like it was obvious that Giselle had been drinking so much that her voice just had not been able to recover. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> drinking and screaming.
0: I, I love a girl strip hand. just <laughs> filled with drinking and yeah, screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day in New Orleans, um, Karen sort of meets Giselle in the lobby, and so there's this whole other subplot where Giselle feels like she's not allowed to. Talk to Karen about Karen's recent loss of her. I think it was her mom. I think it was actually both parents that Karen super
2: heavy again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very. Yeah. We're just shoved into heavy stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She lost both parents.
0: I yes, and very recently between each other. Wow. Um. And so Karen started dealing with that on this trip, and Giselle feels as if you know she's going to get her basically her head chopped off if she questions Karen. But she but Giselle and to us she says that she really wants to be like a good friend to her. Um. And that's just sort of underneath the seams. But in my case, like, I, it's not – if I don't want to talk about something, why would I – like, why would you constantly want to bring it up? I don't know.
2: Here's the thing, though. People usually just want you to feel better. I'm not saying that it's right at all for Giselle to be like, oh, tell me about your your grief. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. let's explore this loss. Like, I want to open up right. this wound. <laughs> Let's get it to fester. Well, that's not what she's trying to do. But no one likes the person where it's like you're on a fun trip and they're sitting there sulking. And then you're like, hey, you doing okay?" And they go, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to sit here and (laughs) shit on everybody in my head. Like, (laughs) it's not a great vibe. People can pick up on that energy. I think the solution is obviously in the past, which is don't go.
0: Right. But also there is the added layer of in in the previous episode. Karen, I guess, said to the girls, I'm just not feeling so good. I, I'm just still struggling with the loss. Uh, so she goes home and the girls go out. But the girls all see Karen on Instagram Live talking to all of her fans, uh, sort of chipper and happy as could be. So that's where Giselle is a little confused. Are you really going through a mourning process and grieving or are you, you know, chi Keying with all your fans. She
2: definitely is really going through a morning process of <laughs> grieving, and just because she wants to talk to her fans and not y'all fake-ass motherfuckers, that does not mean that it's, <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. It's yeah. the worst possible scenario. She doesn't like you that much. Right. She likes everybody else more, <laughs> just like what you thought, <laughs> and for good reason, because you're the kind of people who would be like, oh, is she even really grieving? Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're
2: just not the people she wants to talk to. <laughs>
0: Also, you can do both. You can... <laughs>
2: right. You can <laughs> you can lay in your bed and look at your phone and kind of mumble a few things and giggle. That's different than getting up and going out. Right. Ew.
0: Okay. <laughs> the rest of the girls that don't arrive for the day. Everyone looks really fly and amazing, I think. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I, the Potomac girls really have stepped it up over the years. Because I remember sometimes in those first couple seasons of Potomac, it was hit or miss, like, with yeah. some of the fashions. But all the girls now, I, th- I guess they all have great stylists now, but they're looking good. I mean, Monique's pregnant butt looks really good. Candace, I thought, pulled together a nice outfit, and Ashley looks really good, too. And but Giselle. But here's
2: the way that they started presenting it, and I don't know if they're going to do this in Every Housewives mm-hmm. thing, or any Every Housewives um, City, but there's a lot of slide transitions yes. in this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it was so confusing to watch and take notes for because they're about to go on like excursions, but they split up into three groups. So it's like all these little mini scenes of all the girls doing different things. these slide transitions to each one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They knew it was all crazy. (laughs) So that's why they put so many transitions in there and spoon fed it to you. It's (laughs) like, okay, while this is happening, these (laughs) people are here. (laughs) Keep it straight.
0: Yeah. So basically they split up. They go on different little, you know, outings. Um, and it all will culminate at the end of the day with Giselle's dad's birthday party, his 80th birthday, where her ex will be in attendance. And so that's like a little titillating thing because Giselle's been struggling with her men recently. And she's in a breakup with Sherman, who I think was the guy that she fed strawberries in the park, I think. I don't know. Because there was a Herman and a Sherman for Giselle. So I don't. I can't.
2: I remember the Herman. <laughs> What was his thing where he wanted to kiss? He her?
0: wanted to eat the oyster, something about an oyster.
2: He had a little <laughs>
0: attitude. I think Listeners, he- go back to whatever episode that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so basically, Robin, Karen, and Monique—they are discussing the previous night's events in the limo. I love that they all get to ride around. It's not a limo, but it's like a big, like van thing, like a party bus.
2: Looks like a yeah, a party limo.
0: A part, yeah. I thought that was I neat. Don't know What it's called? I don't know. Next time I take a trip. It's yeah, a sprinter van. van. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, I've never heard that before. Um, Just, you know, traveling around in style. I think that's what I need for my next. Our producer
2: is a bus enthusiast and
0: loves (laughs) (laughs) buses. Let's just put it plainly. Parker loves buses. Um, (laughs) um, Basically, all the girls agree that Candace is in the wrong and she has a lot of growing up to do. And I find it funny because Monique brings this up. She says that, like. Candace's mom is a psychiatrist So, like, maybe you should go talk to your mom Because that's, like, not only, like, free therapy But you need therapy Like,
2: Yeah, she does I heard her refer to herself as, like, drunk Candace Or something She said, mm-hmm. oh, you know, maybe drunk Candace said that And maybe I do owe her an apology Oh, yeah, I pulled and the I, clip Let's yeah, play it Oh, yeah, let's play that You know, I appreciate a good drunk But people have boundaries And you like to get into people's
3: face And put your fingers and your hands in there I- did I do that? Yes. Yeah. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I know drunk Candace can be a bit much to handle at times and maybe I can apologize to Ashley. I can admit it was a lot of Candace to take in. I'm a little, yes, little, little What is it? I have a big bite, but I'm a little dog. Is but that what I'm saying? Okay. Bark you have a lot of bark Barking and no, no bite. bite. I'm the other way. You I have a lot of, a bite. Lot of no bite. bite. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a loud dog. Oh
0: right, well you know
2: what? Y'all
0: ready to ride? See I like it. <laughs> they were really trying to vibe with the city. <laughs>
2: They overuse that. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> if y'all didn't notice, there's like a Randy Newman-esque kind of goofy piano string that they're overusing. Like, the maybe. entire
0: episode. Like, I
2: find it so distracting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only when they're in NOLA. like are being so goofy
2: and fun. <laughs> I
0: can't um, this. But yeah, that's where Candace is sort of talking about how, you know, she... Does tend to go off the rails. But like I was saying earlier, like, I mean, knowing the show, her mom has definitely a lot of issues. But I mean, I think maybe Candace could take a lesson from, you know, I, I just think Candace could use some sort of self help, I think. Because like we talked about, she gets a little.
2: She doesn't off the rails. even know the proper idiom to describe her personality. Right. <laughs> I have a lot of bite and, and no a little bark. dog. I'm a little dog? <laughs> what? I have a lot of hair. (laughs) No, that's not it. Is that a saying?
0: (laughs) Oh, my
1: gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that
0: was, uh uh-uh. I'm really glad that this episode was so chock full of Giselle, though, because I've just missed how much I love talking about Giselle. Like, she's she's so enigmatic to me, and I just think she's a star. She's great. Put her on the list with Melissa Gorga of who we stand the hardest for. Mm. Is Frankel on the list? Frankel is one hundred thousand percent on the list. Like I would like to see a room with the three of them. So. Oh, to be in the room where that happens. Oh, to Oof. be a
2: fly on the wall <laughs> to in the adjacent room would be powerful enough. Um, um so quick question. Yes. Who's gonna win? Drunk <laughs> Candace versus Tequila Katie.
0: Um <laughs>
2: sorry if you know you're not a pumper but Yeah
0: um, at it. first I thought you were talking about Katie from this episode nope, but you're Kequila not tequila
2: Katie from
0: from Vandy. from Vandy, yep, uh, <laughs> VPR baby. Candace wins that round every time. Katie is actually all bark and no bite. <laughs> like that's actually Katie. Yes. <laughs> but like um
2: Candace is all bark and all bite. Yes, she I has mean. all of it. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs>
2: somehow 100% of each.
0: I mean at some point in this season we're talking about Candace literally brandishes a butter knife at Ashley at her own dinner table. Like, so I mean, she's got some rage issues. Great. Yeah, which I love to see. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Perfect. Yeah. Um but so Ashley and Katie, uh different Katie. This this is the Katie that lives yes. in Potomac. Yes. Um and they go to the voodoo shop to meet Czar. Who he's like a spiritualist. He reads tarot cards. He was um,
2: real chill, real modern, yes. real. <laughs> his demeanor is very
0: like, hey man. Yeah, he was very he down was to earth. Like he also
2: works at Pet Boys. Yes. You know, <laughs> on the side.
0: <laughs> That's where his main income is. <laughs>
2: and he has the same kind of demeanor there. <laughs> You can get whatever part you want. I'm telling you the right part that you need to get. It's the only one that's going to fit in your car. Do you want to get it or not?
0: Um, apparently, Katie had a surgery to where she can't sweat from her hands anymore. Um, which, <laughs> I mean, at least she openly admitted it and not have not didn't need Andy Cohen to outright ask her what, what her surgeries. <laughs> so, Cohen <laughs> <Go and> roast. <laughs> um, um it,
2: she could have had like that hype. High- What's it called? Hyper um, something. There's a condition. Well, yeah, I've sweat. heard
0: of it. But yeah. Don't, I Yeah. But the I've way she it.
2: said it was so alien.
0: <laughs> it was. I had a surgery. Yeah. No more sweating.
2: Ever. And then she starts touching her. Yeah. And the guy
0: goes, okay. So. <laughs> um, but the reading is all about Ashley um, asking about... The possibility of her ever having kids, because her and her husband, Michael, are actively trying to have a baby. And Czar pretty much says that Ashley is putting too much pressure on being a mother, that it's sort of slowing the process down. Because when she, you know, lays out her cards, he says, oh, this is one of my oh shit cards. And it sort of led you to believe She's like. a chill, bro. <laughs> this is one of my oh shit
2: cards. That's how I would read if I knew how. <laughs>
0: But the, like it went to break into the commercial, and it made it seem like she was about to hear, so like she was going to die or something. Right. Like like you are going
2: to birth the Antichrist. <laughs> it's already happening. Oh shit! Like what is it? Why did he say that? He said, "Oh shit, you're but thinking too much. You're about thinking
0: it? about it too much." Yeah. <laughs>
2: You think they took that scene once and then the producers are like, we have to do this again. Um, could you say one of the cards is bad?
0: Yeah. Doesn't we, that happen sometimes with tarot? Make <laughs> it like a really bad card. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but I guess you could stop Here, here, here. Use to- this card. Use this one. I brought it from home.
2: It's like a stick drawing of the Grim Reaper.
0: <laughs> um, And that's when Ashley sort of opens up and talks about her miscarriage and uh, how- you know, after the miscarriage, her and Michael sort of had to take a break from each other and figure out what that's exactly... the Australian
2: guy, right? The Australian guy. I didn't guy. even know that they had a break.
0: They had a break. Oh. They did. She admits it. And uh, she, bas- she basically felt that, you know, her need to have the kid was her way of trying to keep them together. And that's when Czar sort of tells her, like, look, no.
2: The it- child is a culmination of the parents. <laughs> it's not something to glue the parents together.
0: No, words have never been so beautifully spoken.
2: It I is think. a nice little thing to think about.
0: I wasn't attracted to Zar but I felt like I could see myself sort of really I don't know, like He had your energy. He had my lie. It's full attention. I think he was wearing your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was I wasn't gonna say anything if you didn't. But, but I was like, if Jordan's not careful, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it's a bad future, but... We're going
0: to do a parent trap (sighs) switcheroo. But Czar does... He ends the session saying that Ashley will be pregnant within the year. And he was correct. She did get pregnant a few months later. So Czar might actually be the real deal here. So...
2: I mean... Oh, she does
0: get pregnant? Yeah. Oh, she she had her kid not too long ago. So. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, spooky. See yeah. now, Zara's becoming more important in the. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you're ever a New Orleans, listener, Who go is she see Zara.
2: with with uh, she's with Katie. Did Katie get a reading? They didn't show it. <laughs> it's probably boring as hell. He's, like, he's <laughs> she pulls all the cards are all blank. All right, well. Nothing to report. Justice here.
0: for Katie. I gotta say, <laughs> Katie has a fu- couple fun moments in this episode. So, meanwhile, let's do a slide transition to the other group
1: <laughs> um, of
0: Robin, Karen, and Monique—they're going to um, a gator swamp, basically. So, a little swamp tour action because there's nothing better than getting these prissy, uptight, rich ladies and down in the muck in the swamp.
2: They love to play with that. They don't love they? to. Yeah, they love to. And they only, you know, they had like, certain groups going to do certain things. Mm-hmm. They're like, who would be
0: the funniest? They got all the high-maintenance yeah. girls out there, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's why they did it.
0: <laughs> um, and Giselle and Candace, they're going to go meet Giselle's dad. And Giselle explains, you know, she comes from a very political background, and so does Candace. Candace apparently worked under the Obama administration, which I didn't even know. There's so. a picture of her With, with Obama. Obama, yeah.
2: Practically hugging the dude. Yeah. Having a great time. Yeah, no, and we um, miss you, Obama. If you're listening, I miss you. We miss you. Come back. <laughs> we don't care if it's illegal. Just come back and do it again. Just redo it. Yeah, just do it again.
0: For um, every Just be president again for a long time. Yeah, king, like king.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want a king. <laughs> I want a king. <laughs> I deserve a king. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, Giselle basically says Candace was the perfect person to introduce to her father because he's, like, very serious in the political world of – I guess he was – I don't know. They didn't I, – I just think that's cool that – um, what was Candace doing – sorry, I just – what was Candace doing for the Obamas? I, I don't wonder? know. Like, she looked like she was just partying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, what was her job? I'm not trying to diminish what she did, Me but either, I just – Me either, but how can you – I need to know for me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: how do you get in with a boisterous personality? Right. And just slap. That
0: unhinged.
2: Yeah. Here kinda. or there.
0: Like cre- like crazy energy.
2: Yeah. A little crazy, a little egotistical. Uh-huh. How do you, how do you work that? Walking
0: a tightrope How do you of make that stability? work for you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the book I want released. Yes. I don't care about all these other housewife books. Give me that book. <laughs> I want Candace's book.
0: Um, Yeah. And this is sort of a sweet scene. They meet um, Leah Chase, who is the owner of, the restaurant they were at, Dooky e. Chase, which apparently was a big, like New Orleans eatery, and all the big civil rights leaders would like come there and meet and organize there, which I thought was cool. Yeah. And you know, the mayor arrives, and the mayor was like the first black mayor of New Orleans in 300 years, which kind of like took me by surprise. I was like, that's kind of interesting to know that you know, for such a predominantly black city, they just got a black mayor. Like, yeah.
2: It, I mean, representation is yeah. a motherfucker. It's hard. True that. <laughs> Um, but that just like, can I say, was the most eloquent and classy little lunch. That it I've was. Ever and everybody was so charming. I feel like that's part of it. Because if you don't have something charming to say, then you don't say anything. Right. I and
0: Candace know. was on her best behavior. Yeah,
2: she was. Dad <laughs> like had the best opening line. You know she makes the best gumbo. Or sorry. She makes the, <laughs> the second, second best, best gumbo. gumbo. And she goes, well, who makes the best? <laughs> well, I do. I'm like, oh, my. Oh. That's a good opener. Well, compliment, little
0: joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Giselle's dad was, I mean, a very handsome man for, for 80, I gotta say. I mean, he's definitely held up. Yeah. For sure. He's holding um, up nicely. He's holding up nicely. Uh, but yeah, G- <laughs> yeah, Giselle sort of reminisces on her child in, in New Orleans. It must be such a fun child to, to live in New Orleans. I just think, like, Everybody everyone, playing in everyone sees stuff? New Orleans as the big party town. Yeah. But I can just imagine, like, how cool and just carefree just sort of being in that environment growing up it just must make you so i don't know right i love that bombastic and fun like i feel like my eyes light up when someone says no i'm from new orleans i'm like you're from new orleans you do like that you love new orleans is such a city to me that's like it is fun and it's not just like i said it's not just the party aspect of it it's just the culture and the food and the music and the people. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is so kind to you. Like, I'm sure there are mean people in New Orleans. If you're a mean person in New Orleans, hit us up. But, like, I've never met one. <laughs>
2: like, no, hit him up. I don't want to be reached by you. Not so fast. <laughs> I
0: don't know. It's just great people, great city.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of great energy. A lot of Put energy. Put that on period. the
0: list of cities that we stand. Yeah. <laughs> we stand, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, you can drink in, in the streets. We Oklahoma
0: is not on that List No however. not yet
2: <laughs> well, we'll do another review Annually And maybe you'll make The list that time
0: Um, Back at the swamp The ladies are A little nervous A little tentative A little gator shy And I just like I pulled the clip Because it was just I love when Karen Just gets completely uh Out of her comfort zone Let's play it
3: this one's probably what, like three
0: years old? Uh, not even. <laughs> oh, so cool, Brutus is still out. Right? Oh, Brutus. So, he's the largest alligator we see uh, on We tour.
3: behind him is all I want to know. What is this? This is something you oh, find him
0: feeding okay. them out at a zoo. Brutus is like, oh, what? Yeah, I might need to coax him in a little bit.
3: Oh, coax him in? I'm fine with him where right he Oh, hell! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Brutus was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> no! This lifted me right out of grief. You can tell he's old, though. He's literally been around since way back a day when they, like, overhunted
0: these guys to the point they thought they were going extinct. He was probably around then. the oldest Michael. <laughs> All of this is where their blood flows, and there's a bone that grows up like this. It's like their solar panels. They're called scoots. So that's another way you can tell he's old, that scoot bones just real protruded out of his back.
3: Well, can I feed
2: Brutus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Watch this. Hold it down, lower to water where he can see.
3: Can he see it?
2: He can't watch top of the water. Oh!
3: Wait a minute. <laughs> what did you do to him, Karen? I tried what? to feed him. Let's get the hell out of here. You he is not happy. <laughs> Myself. Let's go. I now I see why Giselle's so rough. She's been fighting alligators all her life. I need a
0: bath. Yeah, I just I, I, I know that clip was very more visual than auditory for the listener. I apologize, but but you I can just, imagine you can imagine just on. Karen having an absolute like freak out shit show. I mean she looked amazing, not only in on the boat with her braids, but in the confessional. You said she I mean She's, she's aging backwards. She truly is doing the full Benji button oh, model.
1: Man.
2: <laughs> now that's a generational lift.
0: Uh huh. Oh yes. That yes, Margaret, good. take a couple notes. Take
2: a thousand.
0: <laughs> and I'll take that book too. If she wants to write a book. I'll I'll read it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love her. I I don't I don't know. That's I I, I get so giddy talking about the Potomac girls, but Karen especially, like she's She's just good TV. And I'm she's, curious
2: about their dynamic. I can't tell who is the matriarch. They seem to be obsessed with leading the young
0: girls. Yes, they love to like so. sort of lead. Like, yes, take the young girls to a different level. Yes, yes and
2: it, we'll get into all of that later because it's working. <laughs> yes, but um, is it Giselle or is it Karen? Who's
0: I would this? say that's the two, and they're sort of warring with that. Yeah, sort of, they want to be the sort of matriarch, the grand dame, and that's what Karen considers herself. Um, And truth be told, I always thought all along it was Sharice, but we don't have her right now. Oh, Um, yeah. She didn't hold up. No.
2: Slow and steady. Yes. You can't do it like that. (laughs) You got to slow down.
0: Um, we missed Cherise for sure. Um, Aww, yeah. no, I just, yeah, I don't know. Karen's, I, I played that strictly for my own enjoyment to watch it again. So <laughs> that was like similar to when like Karen was at the barbecue and like she, her, her wig was getting a little topsy turvy and yeah. like, it was just like, I love when she's just under, uh, under duress. <laughs> like,
2: I feel like that to me, it was just so like. I was so confused because it was so manufactured. It right. said, the boat said Cajun encounters. You know yeah. what's going on out here. You're going out to see him.
0: <laughs> You're going to be close to him.
2: She's like, bring him in. I'm but fine that, with him being right there. Like,
0: but then I liked her gusto. She said, I would like to feed, what was yeah. his name? <laughs> Brutus. Brutus. I would like to feed Brutus. I was like, okay. Um. <laughs> Y'all are just playing around. <laughs> Meanwhile, do the transition,
1: katie and
0: ashley um sorry if this whole episode is just me giggling i'm just so excited and me going
1: (laughs) (laughs) um
0: katie and ashley they go lingerie shopping which they've done before in the past they definitely play a clip um and they sort of try on like Little booby tassels.
2: Yeah, it was exactly the sex appeal that they had for the other episode. Right. Where it's like, why are we doing this? <laughs> They're just plugging it in. Yeah. This whole episode seemed like, you know, they had old clips from some old trips that they took right. and they just kind of spliced them together. It's like, this all happened at the same time. Don't worry about it. Here's the sex stuff that you like. Here's Karen acting crazy. Yes. There's a fight here. It's just like the other episodes.
0: Don't think about it too
2: much. It seemed fake. Yeah, it truly know.
0: doesn't matter what you're watching. It's going to be the same same recipe. It was like,
2: they even showed their work by flashing back to when they were in the bikinis. I was, right. they like, well, now look. You can almost see their areolas now. Isn't this better? Mm -hmm. look at them now they're jumping around i was like this is too much
0: (laughs) i mean they literally like bounce their titties right into the commercial break they don't stop yeah that's it's literally 30 seconds of bouncing titties katie
2: looked like she was about to hurt herself yeah whipping them around (laughs) trying to do them in a circle oh (laughs) I,
0: (laughs) i vibe with katie's energy though i really do like she's in full trip mode like she gives zero f's like and i vibe with that katie's a cool chick she, a little I, aloof, but like
2: <laughs> I remember, she got real drunk in that Animal franchise a long time.
0: She did ago. a long time and they ago. Wouldn't, no one would forget. And it. then the the peeing on the the couch at the promotional shoe situation as right. well. she's and, a party girl.
2: And now it's like she's so subdued, I guess comparatively.
0: Well, Ashley says she's excited to have fun. Katie back, and I am as well. Me too. Um, back at the hotel, the girls are all getting ready for the night ahead and they're they're about to celebrate like I said Giselle's father's 80th birthday and Giselle's really excited to share it with the girls you know this was her hometown and she's sort of like she's sort of like their tour guide really and uh Karen and Katie are very late very late in fact and uh like Katie is still <laughs> trying to accessorize and get her panties on while all the girls are already in the the sprinter van so
2: and the split screens really go off yes. at this point. They are ridiculous. I think they split the screen up and slid it around about like four <laughs>
0: times. It was- some editor just realized he could do that on his it's computer. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's like, we're getting them our money's worth with right. this. Right. Or we like, went to
2: some workshop and they're like, this is what people want in 2020. They want screens sliding left and right. Attention spans are short. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened but yeah the split screens go off. I do like that they cut to um <laughs> Monique just kind of or some someone's kind of laying there when they're like where they're like where is you know where's Karen? They cut to Katie I think and she's at the yes. table she goes this one
0: uh she,
2: <laughs> she looks jacked up. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it's they're all really hung, I mean she, I think Katie's just hung over. Like she's probably I don't know. That's a thing. That's a real thing. Let her be. Um, During the bus ride, Ashley opens up to Monique and apologizes for being so harsh during Monique's miscarriage journey. Because Monique, that's something that Monique and Ashley share in common is their miscarriage, you know, journey. And, uh, you know, Monique sort of takes that well. Because I think Ashley's sort of in this process of growing up and not being the immature little girl that we love so much. So I think that's good. She's really... I mean,
2: and she spent so much time. This is kind of what I was talking about. This is an example of how she spent so much time in this culture with these women. And now she's kind of being groomed to Mm -hmm. be very refined. (laughs) No, no, no. You don't do that there. Like if Michael were to jump off the boat and jump in the water, I feel like this version of Ashley would be like, oh, my
0: goodness. (laughs) My my husband, what can I do with him? Oh, Uh, this is so embarrassing.
2: (laughs) Even like with her style now, she right. I didn't recognize her in her cutaways. I was like, "Who is this old lady?" She's got like a poof kind of swooped right. up, very like refined and tight. And she's very- yeah,
0: she's like a mature. She's different now, young woman, she's different now. It's I good. miss messy Ashley. Sorry.
2: Yeah. No. I mean this this new Ashley seems a lot less stressed out, even though she has real problems.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. Um, the girls arrive to the party, and um, no, no, wait, no. They they first they do this fun thing. And it looks fun, but also miserable because it's hot as Hades, I'm sure. But they get out of the bus, and there's like a big band, and they dance in the street, like so that let's. There's a little bit more of this like jazz, like brass band energy. Like.
2: Y'all ain't ready for the second line.
0: It's just a lot. It was a lot, and it looked hot, like.
2: And they had to do it all the
0: way to to, to the, the, the bank, the, yeah. to the
2: restaurant. <laughs>
0: Like they got out of the bus and probably walked like three blocks, danced three blocks with the band and then finally arrived to the party. Yeah.
2: There was a police escort. I saw uh, Monique was in the front looking kind of hurt. And I was like, maybe we put the pregnant lady in the back.
0: Yeah. By the way, Monique has been pregnant the whole time.
2: Yeah, She was saying in the cutaway, she was like, I used to like this, but uh, now I'm pregnant. I'm kind of wondering when it's going to (laughs) stop.
0: The girls all sit down to discuss, you know, their days and um, their excursions that they went on. And that's when we have another apology. And this is going to be sort of the, the, um, the thing that sort of presents the whole big conflict of the episode. And Candace actually apologizes to Ashley for the big fight from the night before. And Ashley sort of takes it and she says, well, Candace says she doesn't know what Ashley's going through, but she wants to be a part of it. And Ashley says, well, that'll take a little bit of time. Like, she sort of shuts down Candace very quickly, sort of what you're saying, that sort of like, I'm just going to be very reserved. And yeah. Not give you what you want, darling. Right. <laughs> Are you upset? <laughs> well, I can't possibly understand why.
2: <laughs> It'll take time.
0: <laughs> um, But, yeah, put a pin in that because Ashley, um, Ashley A doesn't believe Candace at all. I mean, that's very clear. And she says that she um, – Candace doesn't know how to conduct herself in a mature way going forward. Well, that's like pretty much clear. <laughs> like
2: My notes for this scene are they've converted her.
0: Yes. She's and bullied. who
2: did it? <laughs> who did it to her? Because I missed a whole bunch. Yeah. The, the Ashley I know was very much so, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to have fun. Let's drink whiskey. Why are you <laughs> guys so stuck up?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: I like my call. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying she was making good choices. I have an Australian
0: restaurant. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> I do think it's going to be great. <laughs> we are going. Uh, what was it? Uh, skydiving, where it's not really skydiving, and it's just like a whole bunch of air indoor skydiving. Yes, yeah, that's. that's like, <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: <laughs> I thought
2: it was called something
0: else. She loves that. Um, <laughs> but,
2: but she was, you know, pretty all over the place. And so now she's just kind of. And I don't know who did it to her. Maybe it was enough bullying. I don't know.
0: I think enough indoctrinated bullying will definitely beat you down to a point of where you just have to assimilate. It's like, yeah, can't beat them, join them. Like, yeah. I'm this woman now. I'm established. It's I'm crazy. serious. It's
2: crazy. Um, <laughs> it's night and day. I was like, oh,
0: and meanwhile, shit. Candace has completely taken over OG Ashley 1.0. The
2: void must be filled <laughs> as the Housewives legacy has foretold. Correct. A crazy one must be, or else the rest cannot exist in harmony. So there you go.
0: The party sort of pops off. Giselle's ex arrives, who is also a tall drink of water, I must say. Um, I did not catch his name, but um, her ex-boyfriend is there, and there will be some stuff to say about that later. Um, But Giselle tells us her breakup with Sherman is sort of still very fresh, so she's not really focused on the dating scene and that's when um karen we have a little karen meddling into uh, the affairs of giselle so i wanted to play the clip real quick one second
3: so they were asking me some questions i told them that we used to date okay why did you yeah. break up oh. i think somebody told you somebody something. told me which something really was that some, threw me off the edge really and i had some. very low tolerance so i saw him I was and i like, yes yeah, yeah, sure. he was like, like huh say what? say what oh my god so he broke up
2: what are you looking for something? You digging?
3: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, this is purple shirt. His name's Steve. No, that's fine. And y'all dated for how many years? Just about a year or so. So you ran him off after a year or so? Too. I didn't run him off. She has a track record that we are noticing as friends, and we yeah. want her to do better. Kind of unfair as this woman will not answer any of my questions about anything to do with Karen. La 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 Ladam. Coming soon. So, like, soon but you gonna tell Steve about my personal life absolutely not I'm gonna walk away we all gonna walk away and okay. you're gonna slip that question in there and get that date yeah. okay. where's my beer run Stevie run <laughs> run for your life
0: I love that Karen <laughs> Steve is his name also by the way we figured that out but um <laughs> uh, I love that Karen has no shit like no um no shame or games she's basically like, you're not allowed to tell talk Karen feels like she does not owe Giselle whatsoever, Anything whatsoever about her personal life But Karen will sure as hell Get right in the middle of A reunion between Giselle and her ex And say well she has a track record So I, we would like to know why she is The way she is and you need to do better And you need to fix her Like,
2: <laughs> What action does she want taken? Does she want him to be careful? <laughs> I just don't know what action she wants out of that. I was so
0: confused. I was confused by her motives as well. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's so bold. Like, oh, this is your ex? Because that's only going she, to- You really fucked her up. Or something's happening because she is a ball of bad sexual energy. Like. <laughs>
2: She's running men off. <laughs> that's not what you say to keep, keep it from happening. It's going to be. Well, she tells happen.
0: him that, and then in the he's, he t- she tells him to run and to get out of there as soon as he can. Oh, like.
2: yeah. Okay, so maybe she was trying to— Cancel that whole relationship She
0: she wanted to uh, Make a mess She was cancel culture in itself You know
2: these Potomac women are so secretly shady Where I'm like What happened there? I can barely even pick up on what happened They would tear me to shreds (laughs) I want to see it And I wouldn't even know
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that so bad Um (laughs) Poor pregnant Monique, though, at the party, just shoveling fruit and whipped cream into her mouth. I mean, bless her heart. Like That sounds delicious. It does. No, she has very specific taste <laughs> oh. this entire trip. <laughs> just fruit and whipped cream, man. God. <laughs> um, And the conversation sort of shifts back to Ashley and Candace. And Karen explains that, you know, Candace, you know, believes Ashley is being fake um, with the whole needing more time BS. So basically we have this thing where – Candace is sort of saying like, oh, Ashley, I apologize. And then behind Ashley's back, she's being messy. Candace being like, that is fake as hell. Within <laughs> earshot.
2: And you know what usually happens with the more explosive housewives? Mm-hmm. Someone's within earshot. Hey, are you talking about me? I'm thinking about Jersey Girls. Right. You know, you talking about me? And then boom, that's it. Like they go off.
0: So. I didn't know what it meant, but now I know what it meant. I would have been mad too. Okay. Right. I play rock. I <laughs> <laughs> Teresa the
1: Warhawk. <laughs> um,
2: but uh, it's confused. You know, I do. It just, the whole thing kind of made me feel like Candace was trying to make a mess and nobody was biting, which is messy in and of itself.
0: Well, sense. and then when no one bites, she sort of tries to make a bigger mess because she really wants to get down and dirty here. And I don't know if it's strictly just because of filming and wanting to make a TV or she's really just that erratic.
2: It's crazy. It's really like. It looked like she was courting her, how desperate she
0: was. Right, which sort of leads us into the next clip of the night where it sort of gives the whole thing a little bit more of a rounded edge. So let's, let's yeah, watch it's, that. Ugh, gosh.
3: In relation to the friendships that I make. So we're going to get some cake. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's wrong? Apparently, I guess, Candace said that. Oh, Lord, what happened? So you apologized to me, but you didn't mean the apology today. What? Is that what you said? No. Okay, that was-
2: When I apologized to you, Ashley, I
3: apologized for being aggressive. But what I said, I stand by. If you were trying to get pregnant, I don't care about what you think, and that's I fine. I am not so, great, you don't have so to you care. don't have to waste your precious air that you need to sing in order to say that to me anymore. Okay? I anymore, to Karen. I am not putting your, pressure. Feelings. You are not putting pressure and on me. I don't want to. Don't come from my not, uterus. I'm find not coming for your uterus. You and your, your uterus else. are fine. Find Live something your else. You're not going <laughs> to find. something you don't live your Fine. whole so. life I, I don't. talk about people. I don't. Candace. 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 you're being too aggressive. Fine. I'm done. I'm
0: done. I'm done. to say something, please. Yeah, so we we sort of got lost in the sauce there. We watched like an extra like 20 seconds of that clip because it just gets, it's, it's, I don't know, because Monique starts talking about how like she lost her parents and this one had a miscarriage. Do you don't understand that that's a loss and you need to like take that seriously, blah, 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 blah. Don't you think that's changed her as a person? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs>
2: Ooh. These women really a lot of them are waking right up and getting real sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I like it. It's
2: a different <laughs> show for sure.
0: Um where do you stand on this whole like Ashley Candace of it all because in my head like I don't think it's just about the fact that Candace thinks Ashley's drinking too much. Like I think there's something hidden there and I don't know if it's I just don't know if it's like I said if it's completely th- manufacture it manufactured or if it's like a genuine thing that Candace has against Ashley I don't know
2: ooh maybe there's something going on that Candace doesn't quite understand because her emotional intelligence is like zip yeah so maybe she's actually mad at the fact that they're growing apart oh growing apart
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hard to not say she sees apart, Ashley like. becoming this sort of You know, elegant, regal, you know, sophisticated, serious woman. And Candace just sort of wants her messy friend back.
2: Well, because there's strength in numbers. And now Mm -hmm. you see how the whole table is kind of turning and cannibalizing their own and like turning on Candace and saying, Hey, no, 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 now. No, 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 young child. This is not how we do it here. We all are reserved now. (laughs) Even Monico's. No, 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 my love. (laughs) Don't you see? Everyone's turned. Everybody's grown up. It's crazy. And Candace is like, somebody please stay a kid with me. And everyone's like, no. No. We're done.
0: It's very serious things happening with Candace, okay? Yeah,
2: and you can't argue with it. (laughs) Damn, they're right.
0: (laughs) Giselle sort of like completely shuts it down. And that's when Giselle gives a toast to her dad. And he was so cute in that moment. He says, you know, he's had a lot of good birthdays, but... This one was the best, and um, I have another clip. I know it's been back to back, but uh, Candace wants to show her appreciation for Giselle's father's birthday, and uh, you know she's a singer, and she wants to sing him a little little song. So let's play the clip. Go ahead, tell
3: me when to go. Now they're not listening. They
2: are.
3: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you Happy, happy
1: birthday. birthday
3: dear god
1: <laughs>
3: Happy birthday to you Okay! You <laughs> should have yes. dropped in Just trying to help. She would have gone all the way to happy birthday and everybody would still be chatting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so if you couldn't tell that was messy childish ashley coming through she was peeking out through the blinds like
2: i feel dizzy i feel sensitivity to light and and sound i don't feel good after hearing that (laughs)
0: were you more were were you more disturbed by Ashley just sort of trying to take Candace's moment away or Candace taking that moment so seriously and trying to do the runs for Curtis. Uh was a 3357
2: split. <laughs> Definitely like Ashley being petty. That's, you know, that's kind of her childish behavior phasing mm-hmm. out and yeah. getting a little bit more sneaky, a little more subversive mm-hmm. <laughs> because if I remember correctly, Candace does not attack her about that. No. <laughs> But she she barely even noticed it was happening. Right. So that's very good, sneaky, Class A Potomac action. (laughs) But the song itself I find more troubling. Um,
0: I mean, we've critiqued a lot of the singers on this show. Not that we are trained, uh, but.
2: (laughs) Why didn't they sing the fun black happy birthday?
0: (laughs) Happy birthday. I like that version better. Yeah. Yeah. Because
2: the melody of happy birthday, we all can agree, is terrible.
0: Right, it's a horrible melody. The lyrics really need work. (laughs) I mean, it's literally a repetitive refrain: "Happy birthday to you, to you. Happy birthday to you once more. Happy birthday, then your name, dear, dear. Yes, happy birthday to you, dear." I do like the creativity, though, because you can really play with those, you know, those belts and runs. Happy birthday. See, I like it a little faster. Oh. She was sort of doing like a happy happy birthday. Zoom, you like a sultry. It's like a sultry, almost like she was seducing Curtis. She we was were... walking up to
2: him real slow, mm-hmm. like the lady in the water from that <laughs> M.A. Shyamalan movie,
0: <laughs> just coming to get him. I think this was a moment of celebration, so we need to do more of like a happy birthday, yeah. happy birth. Oh, see, I switched see? it up. I switched it up a little bit. Yeah.
2: Mash, I was like that song didn't quite fit in the slow. I feel like he was
0: probably a little creeped out. A little bit, yeah. The slow way she was walking. <laughs> she, went, up. she was, yeah, like this way she walked up to him. You guys have to see it. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> it was like it's a. It's not my it time. Was like, yeah, she was the Grim Reaper coming to take him. Yes.
2: Singing a horrible song, <laughs> The Screeching of a Thousand Souls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved this moment because the girls head home and everyone's like really tired. Everyone's like falling asleep in the van, sorry, the sprinter van. And um, they're sort of getting ready to leave the next day. Meanwhile, we just see. And I guess the cameras just didn't know she was doing it, but it says it flashes on the screen three hours later and Giselle saunters back into her hotel room and we're sort of wondering where was Giselle for three hours? There the
2: producers go again. Where do they
0: go? There they go again Hmm.
2: with their little edits and their little manufactured action. Ooh,
0: this is three hours later that Giselle's going to bed. They wanted us to think that she was coming back from like a walk of shame. Yeah, kind doing of.
2: something to fair. They wanted to mint like, ooh, what if something happened that she's not going to tell anybody?
0: <laughs> you make your own decisions, viewer. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't make it any more obvious.
2: <laughs> the facts are there. You just got to read them for yourself.
0: <laughs> um, the next day, the girls wake up to get, you know, on a steamboat uh, and Katie is still asleep with her sunglasses on. Bless her. That's that would be me for sure, because, you know, it's probably like seven in the morning.
2: Um, speaking um, of which, I've got a note here. The producer yes. is filming her. I guess I'm coming from oh. producers, but <laughs> yes. the producer is filming her like a murderer would. <laughs> and I've just I've been watching a lot of scary movies, so maybe that's why it's fresh on my mind. But he pans from like the middle of the calf. Yes. To the sleeping face like a creepy murderer. He did. And he's not, you know, he's not the cameraman.
0: It's yeah. It literally said producer footage, so he was just on his iPhone recording her. (laughs) Like it's
2: weird, very very creepy. (laughs) You guys can leave that out next time. You can just tell me she's asleep. Yeah, I'll
0: believe you. It's okay.
2: Yeah, you don't have to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does he have a key to the room? Like
2: I mean, he must. He must have a key to Giselle's as well because he got Giselle coming back. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't have to do all that. You just tell me she came back later. You can tell me she yeah. was asleep. We don't have to be watching these women come in and go to sleep. That's weird.
0: That's very an interesting take because I never would have dawned on me that that's very creepy. It's weird like, as hell. Like, and also she had to have made a call to the camera guy and said, I'm mom. Or someone made a call to the camera guy like, she's on her way back to the room. Get in there before she does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's
2: or, or someone said, where is she? Oh, let me go in the room, see where she is. There she is. (laughs) There she is. They're so pretty when they sleep.
0: What the hell? Um, They arrive at the Creole Queen Steamboat. Um, The only moment Robin has in this entire episode is trying to get a bug off of Candace, and Candace does her, you know, extra drama queen moment of freaking out about it.
2: Where was Robin in New Orleans. Was she just enjoying the- Damn, Robin has changed. (laughs) She's laying in the cut now. She must be doing just fine.
0: I think she got one confessional and she was like, well, me and Candace don't really always get along, but she's pretty cool now. (laughs) 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 She seems sedated.
2: Yes, she does. She's like, hey, if Candace wants
0: to be a fool, I'll laugh at her. (laughs) 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 Ha ha. Ah. I just, I miss, I miss the Robin energy of like. Everybody's kind of zooted. Yes. I wonder why. I mean, is it because they're just seasoned housewives at this point and they feel like they don't have to get crazy because people are going to love them no matter what or hate that's them no matter what? Because that's not true, ladies. Get off your meds right now. No kidding.
2: Please don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mental health is something to be
2: taken seriously. Please <laughs> keep taking your meds. Uh, but what the heck? Everybody's kind of very subdued. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if someone whipped a gravity blanket out and just <laughs> draped it over them and now they're just kind of...
0: Well, it's a heavy time in their lives. Miscarriages, deaths. I mean, these things, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. is. shouldn't
0: take lightly. And What's Karen to... going through? <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, Robin.
0: Robin. What is Robin? I mean, we all know. I'm sure Juan is probably still doing the most. Well, I don't know. We don't yeah. get any of that. Just, we don't get any updates.
2: It's interesting. I'm just saying.
0: Um, Giselle admits to the girls that last night she did see Steve, her ex, The night before, he did sneak a kiss, but he did not get to her room, which we saw. Because they would have showed him walk into the room, too. So, What about that
2: giddy little moment, which I never had growing up, where they're all at the table and it's like,
0: you let him kiss you? Yes, they were very tantalizing And everyone
2: goes, ooh! (laughs) (laughs) I never had that.
0: You didn't have a group of girls being like, so, how was it? You let him kiss you? (laughs) On the lips? (laughs) Oh, my God. It was very schoolgirl. Yeah.
1: Is very, that a thing very very still school teacher.
0: She and, and to to quote <laughs> I forget who, Phaedra, she looked like a school teacher. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is that a thing? Can I still kinda get that? And no one's gonna be excited that I kissed my boy. Well, for I think it was just but. sort of
0: cute because I think they probably I think all the girls probably thought, oh, this guy prob- he's upstanding, he's probably got money, he probably has a great job. Giselle, go be with this man. Even though he lives like how many, how, how many states away from Potomac, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the girls were just sort of rooting for them to sort of get back in the saddle. Because even Giselle admit, admitted earlier that she's like, well, I broke up with him because somebody told me stuff about him and I was mad. And so I broke up with him. <laughs> like, so it's like, well, maybe you could fix men fences, you know. Yeah.
2: Maybe they weren't ready for each other at that time.
0: Yeah. But now, the perfect union. I mean, she's single now, you know. He's I don't know if he was single or not. See, that it, might change it, my opinion of him if he wasn't.
2: I'm not getting giddy just thinking about it. And I think no. in order to have that experience, you got to be the giddy type for that.
0: Well, know. and Giselle says the reason that the reason that she didn't bring it up to the girls the night before was because, you know, hey, I mean, we're all going through a lot. You know, Monique's pregnant as hell. Karen is grieving. And th- Karen hears that. And she kind she of said,
2: like, But she said it's so cavalier. Mm-hmm. This one's over here grieving the death of her parents <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> yes. That's how she said it. <laughs> Some sort of corny ass grieving. Get over it already. We're all going to die. Okay. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're gonna, excuse me. Water, please. She you're did not say either.
0: it like that.
2: The waiter's going to die.
0: I think that was her way of just saying like. Making did,
2: fun of the fact that make, she's grieving her.
0: The death of her. Well, and Karen. Karen, for good reason, sort of jumps down just also. She's like, why, why do you keep saying that? That's why I think she's the true power. At least Karen. right now. Yeah. Yeah,
2: right now she definitely holds all the cards.
0: Well, and I, I just think it's like I don't know what Karen's, um, what her stance is because she's either a like, don't ask me about my parents' death. I don't want to talk about it. End of story. Boundaries. Blah blah blah. But then she's also on the same token, be like, so Giselle, how what how did things go with Sherman? What's going on with Sherman? Well, Please Sherman more. is not
2: two dead parents.
0: True. Correct. <laughs>
2: Giselle is not equipped to handle anything beyond, you know, her own scope and drama and shit like that. I think Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to tell Giselle about anything
0: serious. Right. No, you're right. Karen makes sense to me more and more. I agree. No, I'm, 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 in this particular situation, I'm on Karen's side. I just, I just don't, I I, I just feel like she's sort of speaking out of two sides of her mouth. It's almost like practice what you preach, but you're right. I mean, two dead parents and a breakup, (laughs) two very different things. Yeah. (laughs) You're right
2: Very, very different And yeah, that's just not not cool This one's over here Freaking grieving <laughs> Ugh, you stink Pee you
0: We're on a trip <laughs> Fine. Take a shot <laughs> um, The girls head to Café du Monde uh, And Monique's tired pregnant butt Heads back to the hotel She she really did She tried it But she couldn't make it That I less. just didn't know what she was feeling
2: I was concerned for the health of the baby oh, Yeah, I was like,
0: like <laughs> We need a checkup She's
2: like I think I just need to
0: Lay down <laughs>
2: What's going on? I don't know how it feels. It sounds scary.
0: yeah. Well, um, she did give birth to a healthy baby. So okay, good. Um, Giselle says that that cafe means so much to her in her childhood, and she just loved to go there. And you can bring kid. these trashy women over yes, here. Yes, now let's bring my problematic friends. Yeah. to date to like sort of tarnish that memory. Right. Um, they talk about purple shirt Steve Giselle's ex once again, and Karen says, you know, it was nice to see Giselle happy around a man again. But that sort of enters into a discourse, and it's our final clip of the night where Karen and Giselle just aren't gonna be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Probably forever. Let's play the clip.
3: We didn't move on. Yes. I thought you guys were in counseling. We've already had this conversation, Karen. Yeah, no, 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 you, no, you told me I couldn't ask any questions. No. I'm not telling you anything about Sherman. No, the no, end. I'm asking you the specifically as a question. And friend. I'm telling you specifically, how, how I'm not answering any Sherman questions to you. Why can't I ask you? You want me to be because, because you are friends with his ex-wife. You so you know you for a fact <laughs> that there had been some talk I went to Karen's house and she asked me about him and I was like, y'all, yes. I'm not discussing him with you. Uh-huh. And she said... You're setting boundaries with yes. me right now. And yes. I, I hear them and I receive them. So, you know boundary up. Listen. Boundaries. Boundaries down. tell you what the boundary is because I don't give two about this, but as, as a friend, as a friend, would you say you want me. to be? Ooh. I was just asking, when did that happen? I'm not discussing now. You don't have... Got back to me that Sherman was seen in sex with another woman. So my guess is my girl Giselle had heard about the rumors already, and she thought I was about to out her at the table. But I'm not her. She outed herself. You're being offensive right now. Pot calling the kettle black. on my beignets. Karen always wants to put a line in the sand. She always wants to give me rules and regulations and things I can and cannot ask. I'm about sick of trying to play by Karen's rules. Let a girl enjoy her beignets.
0: Oh, Lordy, Lord! Okay, so first and foremost, I got to say, those beignets that they were eating at that table looked damn delicious, uh, 100%, but they did overproduce the moment where, after Giselle says, like, I just want, give a girl her damn be- beignets. Boom, boom. And it goes to black and white, and it's, like, this sort of romantic getting the beignet to bake it into the hot chocolate and taking a nice hearty gobble. Like... <laughs> 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 So supple, (laughs) luscious. Meanwhile, (laughs) you have an entire, like, basically Karen explodes. Like she's kind of, I just, once again, I don't understand her motivation here. What is Karen trying to say? Because, um, I don't know. Can you, can you tear down that clip a little bit for me? Cause I'm so, well, I'm dissecting that. Here's what I think. I think there's a
2: lot of things that they say that they can't say, say, you know, like on the show for real while they're recording. I think right. that Karen didn't want to make her parents' death in it like a dramatic thing that they could mm-hmm. do on the show. Right. And so when Giselle was like, I want to ask you about this, why can't we make this a thing? And she's like, don't ever fucking disrespect me again. Like, yeah. just really, <laughs> like, don't come for me on this. We're not talking about this. And then could you see how uncomfortable it was at the table? Mm-hmm. And the tension broken by Giselle doing, boundaries, boundaries, how desperate everybody Mm -hmm. was to laugh. There probably is a lot of conversation behind the scenes about what is and isn't appropriate to bring on the show. Right. And it's like Karen probably had to talk about the death of her parents, but Giselle keeps trying to bring it up and make it a point of contention. But it's also like trying to say, hey, that's not what we're talking about. Right. This is not, you know, I already brought it up. It's done.
0: Well, and Giselle sort of does the Karen move, too, where she's like, you know. Well, I'm not going to speak about Sherman. You know, like, I, Sherman's, like, off limits, which, once again, two dead parents does not equal Sherman. However, um, I don't know. Do you think that Karen has, like, was Karen onto something when she sort of brought up the fact that Giselle assumed that the reason Karen was bringing up Sherman so much was because these rumors were out there? I don't know.
2: It's entirely possible. I mean, you'll only really know if you make eye contact with somebody if they feel like, oh, you're about to, you know. She probably is right. Karen's pretty intuitive. And she knows how
0: to send these little Mm -hmm. messages as well without saying them. Yeah. So, basically, this whole episode was just a war of the mind. Well, and it's like what is not getting discussed. Yeah. It's like we are going to discuss what we will not be discussing. Right. (laughs) And I have my stuff that I won't discuss, and you have your stuff that I won't discuss. Right. But I want to talk about your stuff. (laughs) Right. But not mine.
2: You're not talking about mine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You want to talk about my stuff? Oh no, no, no.
2: Well, not unless we talk about your stuff. (laughs) How do you like that? And
0: at the end of the day, no stuff gets discussed. Yeah, like. no, no,
2: no. It's over now. And Giselle <laughs> has always been very private. I would like to know more about Giselle mm-hmm. and the men she dates, and I would like to see more Well, clearly there's that.
0: something there of Karen's there's like, a lot of she's really there. in it right now. She yeah. sucks at fi- finding men. You know? Right,
2: and like we've seen a couple dates on the show. That's something that she's yeah. exposed to us. Karen's parents, I don't know what they look like. Right. They don't bring them on the show. You know, that's not a thing. And Housewives have dealt with death, I think, throughout the series Mm -hmm. in very emotional ways that, you know, we've been able to connect to where it really feels like you feel the emotion.
0: Oh, right. Vicky uh, finding out at the bunco party.
2: Yeah. You know, like it can be done and it can be brought into the show in a heavy way or it can be left tastefully kind of on the perimeter. But I think Karen was putting the kibosh on, hey, you're not going to make this a mess. This isn't a joke. Like my parents, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of what was going on. Whereas... I am with Karen 100% on both fronts where I want to know more about the Sherman shit. We're dancing around Giselle's mm-hmm. issues with men. Like she's a sort of mystical sphinx. Like, <laughs> like, no, I don't want to solve your riddles three. I want to know what's going on with these dudes. Just show it to me. Cause to be honest with you, I think some of it's lacking in content. They're, they're making stuff mm-hmm. up. And every time they do, they get shut down. Cause the women are like, that's
0: not appropriate. Now,
2: you don't need to manufacture drama. That's not appropriate. <laughs> It's like, well, give me
0: something. Yeah. I mean, we the reason we fell in love with Potomac in the first place was was because these women were so effortlessly, bombastically problematic. Yeah. And they talked about stuff and they they went there, you know? And but I agree with you. I don't I don't think the dead parent should even be on the table. That's something that obviously A happened off camera. We never I don't even think we ever met her parents. And B, it's something personal she's dealing with. And it's up to her to decide what she expresses and what she doesn't. And, and if the girl wants to get in her bed on Instagram live. And talk to her fans and in talk South to people Africa. that are nice to her, and yeah. only going
2: to tell her, "Hey, we love you." <laughs> yeah, good. I wish I had that kind of reason. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think I do. I think we do. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding, y'all. All right, <laughs> but um, yeah. Now Giselle wasn't a good moment for her. I think I agree. they were just kind of all. She was doing in the so dark.
0: well throughout the entire episode. Giselle's like stock was rising. I yeah. feel. And then it kind of... Sell, scuffed, sell, sell. Like, and then it yeah, yeah flatlined at the end because Karen Karen was sort of opposite. She was sort of like kind of like an a, unwavering kind of up and down. I didn't know what was going on with Karen. Yeah, I was like, is and she then, really
2: grieving? Because they're treating this like it's not happening. I was like, there's <laughs> no way she's grieving and went on a trip.
0: <laughs> this one over here, grieving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get her out of here. <laughs> Lame.
0: Um, and that's when the episode sort of ends with, you know, Giselle basically saying to us that... Karen just won't let her be a good friend to her and they'll never be what they were. Giselle's tried. And it's just sort of like, once again, Giselle wants to, I mean, I don't say, want to say once again, but in this case, like Giselle's kind of like playing the victim. Like I tried to be a good friend to her. She won't let me in. She won't let me discuss her dead parents. It's like, that's not
2: for (laughs) the table on TV. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's kind of what's expected if your life is on TV, unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know. But Karen said no. And I appreciate
0: it. I approve. I approve. There's other things we can find. So, once again, we are in agreement for the second week in a wo- in a row. Oh my god. That we are on Team Karen's side, right? On this whole situation. Yeah. And there we go. We did it. Let's hit our final segment of the night, shall we? Yeah. Well, the episode is over and it's time to say, "What was your favorite part of the show today?" Okay, Amanda, for our first and final segment of the night, what was your favorite <laughs> moment of the episode?
2: Um I've got a few like runner ups. So I really like just looking at and this is kind of not my typical favorite moment, but every, you know, all of those kind of black leaders sitting down and having mm-hmm. lunch in a nice like kind of it was just comfortable. Everybody yes. seemed really established. It was just really nice, inspiring, really just kind of um, just a heartwarming little scene. Yeah, they were all having lunch with, with and good for day.
0: Candace to have. Had that moment.
2: Yeah. You know, like, that moment where she just kind of shut the fuck up for a second yeah. <laughs> and just sat there. And that was good. Yes. <laughs> that was
0: very good. She needs those little moments. Yeah.
2: You got to recharge. She can really go off later. Um, and on that same tangent, second favorite scene would be Happy Birthday Song. Mm
1: hmm. <laughs>
0: Happy birthday! The haunting birthday. <laughs> that's like very yeah. It's, it has the same haunting energy as that clip, uh, that little jingle that we just played. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: do you have a birthday, happy birthday! Oh wait, that's the Buzzfeed song. Sorry, it's haunting us. Um. So yeah, I love that, but my favorite moment mm-hmm. is a whole bunch of moments. Yeah, let's let's run them. <laughs> It's the transitions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that I love the transitions in this episode. They crack me up. They're so jarring and so unlike any other Housewives episode I've seen. And I'm not a pro. Mm -hmm. But, man, what the hell? It didn't even have the feel of a similar Housewives episode. The crazy piano, the sliding (laughs) screens. You know, two things happening at once, sliding into each other. It was like PowerPoint just gone amuck. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I love the transitions this time. Beautiful. They stole the show.
0: <laughs> um, I got to say, honorable mentions to a few moments. I mean, I did like Karen at the Gator Swamp. I thought I could have probably watched another solid 20 minutes of Karen just sort of Gesticulating and talking to the gators and just sort of being generally over it. Yeah. Um, I liked Ashley and Katie at the titty tassel shop. Oh, like, you fell
1: for it. I did. Okay. <laughs>
0: like, they just seemed to be having a good time shaking their titties. I don't know. Um, But I got to say, and it's not really a moment that I thought was my favorite, but just sort of a vibe. I like the idea, and I just was talking about it, but Karen lying in the cut. She was sort of doing this whole- She
2: waited like Brutus the gator. Yes,
0: like Brutus. <laughs> And when it was time to feed, she jumped. The whole episode, she was sort of like, she would pipe in sometimes, like, you know, when she tried to meddle with, you know, Steve and Giselle, uh, she would pipe up a little bit here and there, talking to Giselle downstairs in the lobby. But that final breakfast with those beignets, Karen said, no, we're going to, this the end of this trip is going to be about me, sweetie. And everybody got a taste. And everyone. Anyone that wanted
2: a taste, Robin (laughs) came in. She was like, hey, I don't know if you should be so. She said, I'll say whatever the hell I damn well asked, please,
0: bitch. (laughs) Love it. I mean, Karen is uh, honestly the grand dame forever and always in my heart. Um, And with that being said, let's choose next week's episode, shall we? Let's do it. Amanda, you do the honors.
2: All right. Let me tell you where we go. Let me tell you who we know we are going to. Atlanta!
0: Okay, we're back in the, um, peach, sorry, I was about to say, we're back in Atlanta, where we know and love, we know and love it. (laughs) I don't know what What you were gonna call this beautiful city. (laughs) What season are we doing? Uh, season eight. Okay, perfect, we've been there before, recently, actually, and what episode are we doing? Episode nine. Okay, so we are back in Atlanta with season eight, episode nine, Shade for days Kenya discovers her family relationships Are in need of subconstruction Portia heads to Los Angeles To cover an awards show And Candy gets the tea About Don Juan's run-in with Phaedra and Portia We always have a good time With our Atlanta ladies Um, I can't wait to check in On my best friend Kenya Because we all know I love her so much And uh, in general very excited In the meantime Amanda where can everybody find you? Uh, on
2: instagram sparingly i'm really lurking y'all really hiding in the cut but oh there might be some little videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. this weekend um and if they are embarrassing they will be quickly taken down so get them while they're hot <laughs> that's dr octopus D-R dot
0: r-o-c-k-t-o-p-u-s that'll do it and as always guys you can find me on twitter and instagram at j mckenzie that's j-a-y-m-a-c-k-e-n-z-e-e and with that, we hope you all have an amazing week ahead of you. We'll see you next time. And, uh, well, next time you see me, I will be 31. Mm-hmm. Have a good week, guys. Bye.